Hey everyone, and welcome back to Be A Warrior Podcast. I am your host and above knee amputee, Angie Huser. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show or welcome if you're a first timer. It's great to have you here and I really hope that you will continue to join me on my journey. So for those of you that don't know me, it's been a while since I've recapped. I am an above knee amputee and you maybe came because you are looking for uh, some advice or some history that someone might have being an amputee because you are one or you're about to become one or you know someone that's one and you support someone that is one or maybe you're just looking for someone who has a different lease on life and that is one of the things that I talk about here is sometimes it's not just about what amputees go through it's kind of what we all go through because life hands all of us challenges no one can escape them and so I am just here and using my journey to kind of help those that need some kind of push forward or some inspiration. And I I really hope that I can be an inspiration to you if you're listening. So welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Um, If you're listening, I also put this on YouTube. So if you want to watch a podcast, I don't know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Sometimes I show things um, that I'm using or parts of my prosthetic on the YouTube videos, and sometimes I don't. Sometimes you're just watching me talk, which is weird, but whatever. Anyways, I'm just happy you're here, and I'm glad to be back. Um, you know, I put out podcasts every week, but during the summer, it gets a little um, little hit or miss because family vacations take precedence, and lately, I've just kind of pulled off of social media some just because my brain needed a break and my time, I just needed to spend it differently. And I really kind of hope that maybe you do that too as well, because sometimes we just need to do a little social media detox and reassess where we're at and remember what is most important in life, which is our family and our friends and face-to-face contact versus social media and seeing, you know, everybody's best moments, right? However, I do know that with everybody on vacations, people are posting and posting and posting. So it's kind of fun to keep up with, you know, where my friends have been and where they're going this summer. And uh, so, yeah, I may be stalking you and I'm stalking you and uh, and not responding, but I, I am kind of there, kind of not. So anyways, I thought today, as we jump into this week's um, podcast, that... Um, I thought it would be interesting for you to see something that I've talked about recently uh, because it has become very evident to me that a lot of people will go through amputation feeling like the amputation is going to be the hardest part to rectify and understand in their brain and, and get through physically and emotionally. But the reality is that once the amputation happens and you come to accept your new look, it's what comes after that actually is the hardest part of the journey. And that is the day-to-day living, but also the fitting of a prosthetic. And, you know, I know a lot of people going through that right now between the fit, the right prosthetist, insurance companies, uh, wound care, 
and just learning to deal with a device that wasn't given to you at birth is really an interesting um, journey. And it is not an easy one by any means. Uh, just getting the right fit is really a struggle. And so today I'm coming to you with the never-ending challenges of being a process, uh, an amputee. And that goes for me too. And like I said in the past, if you haven't listened to any of my other podcasts, this is my personal journey. And what I try to do is I try to let you know what I'm going through, I'm trying to be extremely transparent with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, Because it isn't all sunshine and roses. Yes, of course, we all post our good moments. um, But I also like to talk about the struggles so that people don't think that it's just that easy to deal with. Um, You know, it's one thing, like I said, to deal with amputation and how different your life will become. It is another thing to spend the next couple years trying to figure it out, adapt, and roll with the punches. And there are punches all the time. I am now four and a half years out. Uh, Actually, four and a half years out to the day. Well, that's great. I'm four and a half year anniversary. Um, Anyways, yeah, December 18th was mine in 2018. And I am still struggling with a prosthetic issues. And it's not that it's a big issue, but because I have learned, I have made adjustments, I have done the whole atrophying of my muscles, losing weight, uh, gaining muscle, all that weird stuff, not gaining muscle in that leg, but elsewhere. So weight fluctuation. Um, I am still dealing with going to my process, going, I don't understand why this is happening. So this was what happened. So I am in my 15th, I believe 15th socket in, and not four and a half years because you don't get one right away. I didn't get it until March. So about just over four years. And quite frankly, the one before the one I'm wearing now, I had from last August until uh, I probably got this new one a month or so ago. And only because I could not, um, I was cracking. I'm a skin fit, which means there is nothing between me and my socket except the soft liner socket. And so I slide right in with a bag. If you are interested in that, there is a video on my YouTube channel that shows the process I go through every time I put my socket on. Sometimes multiple times in the day if I have to adjust it or take a shower midday for some reason. Um, I have to put it, take it off and put it on after showers. Um, but my, my plastic liner was actually cracking. And when it cracks, just even a little hairline fracture of a crack up in my like groin area, every time I move, it would the crack would open and just pinch, just enough to just nip the skin gently enough. But after a while, it's no longer gentle feeling. And you have this nice, I like two inch long red line where all the little cracks were biting me and making me raw. And then after a while, nothing you can do to make it feel better. And I take it off at night and, you know, I deal with it. And the next morning I put it back on and I'd go through it again. So we tried fixing it for, I don't know, four months, I think, that we, I'd go back in, he'd remelt a little bit and change it. And well, it became finally to the point where we just need a new one. So the new one was made based on the old one. And all my prosthetist did was he took my socket off. He filled it with cement 
popped the cement out, cleaned out my socket, put that back on me and used that new, which really wasn't new. It, it was that socket, but used that mold, that cement mold to create the new one. And we started all over again. But in theory, it should be a really good fit because it's exactly which one I have on. I just need a new material. And you can't just fix the inside. You have to do the entire socket over, which is good for me because I got to pick my new stickers and emblems on it and get it repainted. And it's all clean and buffed and beautiful and shiny. And um, But the funny thing is, is it is man-made. And with that comes a little room for error and adjustments. And for some reason, first off, for two weeks there, I was going back in because my valve, my one-way valve, which means air pushes out but won't let the suction go unless I press the button on that valve, it was actually letting air in, out, in, out. So I'd step and my leg would pull and then it would push the air out. And then I'd step and it would pull out and it would push and, and and so I was dealing with not fitting well. So what ends up happening with that, just so you know, is after a while, it would eventually, I guess my body would get down in there enough that I would block that airway and it would stay on okay. It wasn't going to fall off because I have a long residual limb, but I go to the gym and it's like 115 here in Arizona and we've had this heat wave for over a week. I'd go to the gym, work out, and be sweating in it, and then I'd lose my grip. And when i lose my grip, it would turn and twist just enough to make my step through really weird and make me feel like I was going to trip, so then I was walking funny. And, you know, it's just you don't feel totally connected. Well, that's where I was. So I went back in again um, because what ended up happening is as I was doing that, the one thing that happens is your leg gets pulled so much that it starts to swell at the bottom of the, the residual limb. And when it swells, then it doesn't fit in well. So then at the top of the leg, I was pinching skin in my jeans and stuff. And it was pinching the skin at the top of my socket and causing problems. So it was like one thing created one problem that created another problem. And then what's happening with the swelling is I also get phantom pains because the nerves are kind of almost getting suffocated. They're, they're getting caught up in the swelling and then there's just, it feels like nerve damage. So it was like a, like a, a complete train wreck that it just, and I'm, I'm at a point now where I deal with it. I don't care, but it would be nice to just not have a problem. So that's where I'm at. Yesterday, I went back into my prosthetist. He made a new shin plate for me, which I love, and it's beautiful, and it matches my socket. And he checked the valve again. There was this issue. He buffed it down, cleaned it out, and we fixed it up. No valve issues today. But last night, what I had to do before bed was take an ACE bandage and wrap my residual limb super, super tight so that I could squoosh out any of that fluid that was hardening the end of my limb, making it impossible for my limb to go into the socket, which was giving me a bad fit, which was then creating more swelling. You see how it's kind of like this crazy cycle. It's kind of like the chicken or the egg. You got the swelling, it won't fit, then the fit's not good. It's just, it just kind of keeps repeating itself. So after I woke up this morning, my limb felt much better. It looked better. It wasn't like hard from swelling. 
I was able to get my limb down inside much better and the the valve itself didn't leak. So, so far so good. I said, we'll see really what happens when I take it off tonight if there's any swelling because really the testament will be after using it all day, am I really in it or am I gonna have problems? And I am noticing there is a little bit of room to move at the very base of my socket which makes me nervous because that's where the swelling happens. So if there's room, then it can swell. And you want the fit to fit right around that so the end of your limb so you don't have pooling fluids at the bottom with gravity and walking all day. So the challenge is real. It doesn't go away even after four and a half years. There's still issues. Whenever you change sockets, whenever you have issues like that, it just kind of recreates another problem. So where does this go from here? Well, you know what? We all are going through something, right? Like whenever you think everything's going good, it's like when you least expect it, something will happen. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but you just, you have to learn to roll with those punches. And as an amputee or not, you're still gonna have those moments. When you think everything is just where it should be and as it should be, you know, you have things that will come up and then it becomes, how do you deal with it? And, you know, this, like I said, this podcast definitely today is a lot more about being an amputee. And, and if you are an amputee, um, and listening to this, I don't want you to be afraid of what's coming and how you may never feel that normal again. But the reality is your norm is now new. And every time you get a new socket, it's a new norm you have to deal with. How can you combat that? What? How do you deal with that, right? Well, for one, if you know it's coming, you can accept it better and you can move forward better. Because if you're not blindsided by the fact and thinking, no one told me this was going to happen and this sucks. I can't believe that it just never ends. It just you have to learn to roll with those those moments that come up and and i think the, the the what i've done to get through some of these moments is know that it could be worse like yeah my socket may not fit in, be fitting perfect but i am walking i am able to get out it's not so bad that i'm not mobile it could be so much worse and i have had it worse so bad that there are sleepless nights and I don't have that. It's just that if you're looking for perfection, it you've got to know what your expectations are supposed to be because there is no such thing as perfect anymore because what you were given at birth is, is you know, hopefully two limbs and two, you know, two arms, two legs and given what you are used to. Now, if you were born with without a limb, that's different, right? But I'm talking to those of us that have gone through amputation. You were born with what you were meant to have. And that's what feels right. Anything other than that after amputation is something you have to adapt to. And you can. Like I said, I'm not bothered by it. And as much as I used to be like, I need this fixed now. I need this fixed now. I need it right now. You learn after all these years that this too shall pass that it does take time, that you need to give yourself a couple days to find out where the fit is and what's happening. Like, I can't jump the gun. Yes, the swelling went down. Yes, there was some 
opening, but at the bottom of my socket where I felt movement. But until I take it off tonight or tomorrow night and see a couple days in a row, if it's still swelling, then I know my prosthetist will handle it from there because then we may have to make a new socket again because something's not gripping the way it needs to. When you go through things like that, you just need to know that making astute judgments and watching what's happening and making mental notes or physical notes is really important because then you know what to expect when things like this start to arise. You understand that nothing will be immediately changed because making changes too quickly can also be detrimental. And you know, I'm the first one to tell you that as much as I like a brand new looking socket and it's clean and it's shiny and it's, it's sparkly, I also know that a week or so comes with that in dealing with the newness of a new socket. And even if it's built the same way as my old one and it was exact replica, the plastic is different because it's brand new. This plastic is thicker than my other socket's plastic was. And so there is going to be a different way it rubs, a different way it um, attaches. And they actually made a different kind of window in the back of my thigh. Um, and so I didn't have that before. So that's different. And so there are just a little bit of changes that happen when it's man-made. You know, it's not perfect. Even if a machine makes it, you're going to have discrepancies, right? Because nothing stays the same. And it was really interesting because with all the different new amputees I'm talking to, they're starting to realize that when something doesn't feel right, you can't change multiple variables at the same time because then you don't know what thing is actually affecting you. This goes all the way back to like high school science classes. Finally, you can put some of that science to work because you learned that when you did a science experiment, you only change one variable at a time to watch the outcome. And then you can tell which variable made the difference. Same thing with a prosthetic. If I change the valve, the thickness of the plastic and the way this is made and fitting, then I'm gonna struggle with knowing what actually needs to be changed for the next time around. Or when I'm having problems, what is it that's causing the problem? Well, I don't know because I changed three things. So you need to just take one step at a time and it takes a lot of patience because no one wants to be in pain. No one wants something that's not fitting well. You want it to be immediately gratifying, right? You wanna be able to just get up and moving again. And if you're a new amputee, you understand this because after surgery, all those weeks of waiting for your wound to heal, and then you go through the process of fitting and then insurance and denials and then a change of socket because it doesn't feel right and you don't know what feels right because you have no experience. And I'm telling you now, after four and a half years, I finally feel like I know what my body needs. And yet here I am still struggling going, okay, this feels different. I'm not going to bash it yet. I'm going to use it and see if it holds up. And, it, and, it, and I have to make sure that my weight is staying stable because if my variable weight changes, then that's, that's changing a variable along with a brand new socket. So there is a lot that goes into being an amputee after the fact. So for those people that think that once that your friend or your family member leaves the hospital and they've had their amputation that all is good and wait till you start seeing the things they have to go through and the hurdles they have to jump over to get 
back to living a life that feels independent and self-sufficient and satisfying and gratifying so that they can actually start to nurture their wound and nurture their heart and their mind so that they can be the person you remember, you know? So if you know someone that's going through amputation or you yourself might be going through it, yes, you can do it. I don't want to scare anybody away thinking that this is going to be the worst journey of their life. Um, I would tell you 100% if I had to go back and do all this again, I would do it again, exactly how everything played out. Even if I meant, would I go back? And for those of you that don't know my story, back in 2013, I was testing for my second degree black belt when I kicked someone in the head and popped my MCL. Now that should have been just a quick PT fix, like a couple weeks in PT and I would have been strong. And that was not the plan God had for me because five years later, 10 surgeries, blood clot, amputation. That was what I was destined for. And I believe that with my whole heart that my faith got me through it. And I know that my plans were to do things like this podcast, even if it only affects one person that's listening, then I've done what I wanted to do. And if it affects nobody, I know that talking to myself and talking out the issues I'm having has helped me on this journey become a stronger person. And I will tell you something, if you are an amputee or becoming an amputee, you understand that this is character building because each day is new. Each time you put your socket on, it's different. Um, Your weight fluctuates, the weather fluctuates, those things change. Um, Your nerves will sometimes be amped up or not. you, I mean, there's just so many variables that change on a day-to-day basis, even hour to hour. You will talk to new amputees that are in sockets with liners, and they'll be talking to you about socks. And they'll have to put on a one-ply, a three-ply, five-ply. That's the three sizes they give you. And then sometimes there's two five-plies and a three-ply. So they have 13-ply of sock between their liner and their socket because they've shrunk so much. And they could do that within a day. And I do not miss those days. I am thankful to be in a skin fit, but I also then have to watch my weight. And I'm at a point now that we didn't do this till I had stopped really fluctuating. And once I found, you know, like 12 months of being status quo on my fit, that's when we went to skin fit. So I bring this up and you know, this, you could take this as you want. If you're not an amputee, you can just talk about, you know what, the challenges in life just keep coming, right? No matter who you are, no matter what part of life you're in, what part of the journey you're in, it is a journey. And to each person, their own journey, even one amputee to another, one above knee to another above knee, the journey is completely different. There is no such thing as a normal. There is not even for people in normal situations, and I use normal again, but you know, you're all going through something different. And when we start to compare each other, well, why are they getting to do this and this? I can't even do that. I can't, you know what? Focus on you and where you're at in your journey because only you can do the journey you're on. You were meant for the journey you're on. Own it, live to it, um, do the best you can with it. And when you struggle, you reach out to the people that are, that are there for you, the, the support 
group that you have friends and family, whatever, whoever it takes to get you through the hard times, because we all go through those hard times. If you're a new amputee, don't give up hope because there is so much good that you can bring to the world as you go through this journey and sharing it with others and smiling through it not only shows people around you what can be done as an amputee, but when you smile, I know this sounds really corny, but when you smile, you actually start to send those endorphins through your own body that change your mindset, your emotion, and the outcome of your day ultimately. So if you can actually smile through the hard times, and I'm not saying fake it, when it's when it's hard, it's hard, but lashing out to the people that love you the most and that are there for you and being grumpy and wishing that your life was better, you are on this journey for a reason. And there are people watching how you handle it because they, everyone's out there looking for someone to bring hope to them because everyone out there is fighting something. And you'd be very surprised how many people you can affect by the demeanor, why you hold yourself, when you smile at people, when you give them a, a smile and a nod in a parking lot. It, it may change someone's whole outset outcome in their day because of the way you were handling yourself. And I've had many people come up to me to validate that. People I've never met, parking lots, grocery stores, Costco, Walmart, the gym, saying because of you and what you're doing, you've inspired me to get over what I'm going through and I've had a really bad day. And you know what? Believe it or not, it's it, it's that cycle, right? If I smile or I press on, I help somebody else maybe see that there's a better way. And when they actually say something to me, it fills my bucket up and gets me to rise up again and push through the hard moments. Because you know what? There's times where I'm at the gym and it looks like I've got everything together, but it's like maybe the hardest day I'm having. And the reason I go to the gym is to try to overcome the mindset that wants to drag me down. And when I have someone that comes up to me be that person that fills someone's bucket. You don't know, even if it looks like they're being a rock star, you'd be very surprised how many people that look like they're fighting a battle um, and doing it like a champion and doing it with ease are really looking for validation that they are doing something positive in the world. We all want that, right? We all love being validated for the warrior that we are. And, you know, that's that was the reason that I named this podcast Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I want you to be you. First off, don't be anybody else but you. Nobody is meant to be you but you. There's one of you. But the other thing is a warrior. Be a warrior because life is hard. And when you actually fight for the things that you are passionate about and living your best life, then you are actually inspiring the people that see you, that are around you every single day, even when it gets really hard. But you know what? You can't be a warrior if you're not going through that, right? Warriors don't aren't called warriors because they have an easy time. They are, they're in war. We're all at a war of some sort within us, whether it's a mental war or an emotional war, or as an amputee, it could be a physical war. So be that light to somebody else, be a warrior, stand up, rise up, work hard, 
and don't forget to smile. Everybody needs that joy in their life and you deserve it. So I just, you know, I hope this helps. You know, my personal journey, like I said, I I share it just because it isn't easy. And um, I would never want anybody to get the impression that life is just an easy time for me. I make it what I want to make it. So when you see me doing stuff, it doesn't come without fear, anxiety, um, struggles, thousands of attempts before I get to the point that I got to. You know, I didn't just put my leg, well, I did just put my leg on and start walking, but it was not the way I walk now. But I was mobile. I made sure I was upright and using it. And it was painful, like more pain than I could ever imagine when I first started using my prosthetic. And over time, and, and four years of time, I'm still, I have days yesterday, I was walking really crazy. I mean, I was all over the board yesterday. I had made, they made some adjustments on my prosthetic. And then if it's twisted just a little bit off, like a millimeter different, then I learned, I have to relearn my gait. And when I change my shoes, surprisingly enough, when you change shoes, everything changes. And I will, <laughs> we went out on a date night last night, my husband and I, and I changed and put in high heel cowboy boots. And I was like, okay. And then I'm trying to walk over our carpet and then on tile and I'm like teetering and I'm trying to get my gait. And I literally walk up and down our long hallway in our ranch just to get that going so that when I get to a restaurant, I'm not walking like I've never walked before. Um, so it, everything changes. Those variables are all different. The way it goes on in the morning, the way it shifts during the day. If your prosthetist makes adjustments, you change your shoes. It is, it's, it's just crazy. So be that warrior that you were meant to be. Own the journey you're on because you know what? Only you can get through your journey. Reach out for the support that you need when you do need it because there's no shame in that. And sometimes we need a friend to talk to, a shoulder to cry on, and sometimes we just need to go see someone that can help us get through the mental games that we have to play with ourselves to get up each day. And no shame in any of that. Get out there and be active. Do your life the way you need to do it and take the good with the bad because you know what? Not every day is going to be perfect. And not every day is going to go where you go unscathed, you know. And and like I said, there's usually something that I attempt every day that brings a little bit of nervousness to me that says, can I do this today? You know, even if it's, I know my leg isn't feeling good and this doesn't fit right, but I'm going to get, I'm going to get to Walmart and I'm going to walk around all of Walmart. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. And I know later tonight, I'm really going to feel it, but I'm going to do it. And, and there are times when people don't realize that we're going through that, People aren't going to realize when you are struggling in your journey and you don't need to announce it to the world, but smile and you'd be surprised what comes back to you when you're out and about around people, when they see you trying, you know, and like I said, it's a fill your bucket kind of a moment when if you can smile at someone and they smile back, it's just that there's a gratifying feeling. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a simple person, but just knowing that I'm seen makes me feel a hundred times better when I'm struggling. So get out there. And you know what? If you're not an amputee and you're having a great day or you're an amputee and having a great day, 
give somebody else a pat on the back because you know what? Even if it looks like they're doing well on social media or at the gym or at the grocery store, they might be struggling inside and just just barely holding it together that day. And just the little bit of a friendliness will go a long way to feed someone and, and make them feel seen and loved and supported and cherished. So enjoy your week. Um, I'm so grateful you were here. If you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, there are videos and I have really exciting news that will be coming to my YouTube channel where I'm going to be doing some basic moves and exercises that amputees can do. I'm using my old PT that got me through my beginning stages of being an amputee and I'm going to do them from home too. So you can see how to replicate the PT movements at home with what you have at home. So be checking my YouTube channel out. If you're not a subscriber, please subscribe. Show me some love um, because I would really love to have you on there. And I will try to keep content going on there. I'm just, once my kids get back to school, I'll have a little more free time. But I'm trying to enjoy two boys being home from college all summer and being with them and being present because it's so fleeting. And, and, And from my heart to yours... I hope you have a wonderful week. Be blessed. Know you are special and unique and you are a warrior. Go out there and just take on the day. And as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.